Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Carol Williams. As a solo business owner, certified business and life coach, and single mom, she knows what it's like to prioritize and pivot while building a life she loves. So after working in the design professions for 18 years, Carol struck out on her own in 2009, combining her passion for psychology and her project management experience. Carol powerfully supports scattered entrepreneurs so they can live their lives and have the business they dream of. Thanks so much for joining me today, Carol. Well, thank you so much, Diane. It's lovely to be here. It's great to have you here. I love the scattered entrepreneurs. I I have a feeling we all are in some some (laughs) way. (laughs) For sure. Right? So I think I want to start by asking you about um, procrastination. Okay. You know, I could say asking for a friend, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) So so many of us procrastinate, and I'm really curious to hear your ideas on ways to stop procrastinating. Yeah. Well, I thank you for asking because you're right. Um, When I when I sort of get the knock on the door, it's usually something like, gosh, I know I would just need better time management or I need to focus more. I got to stop procrastinating or something like this. And um, while I understand and we all want to improve in those areas, and that is in fact what I do for folks, what I will point you to is something that, and this is audio, so you can't see it, but you know, um, later we'll, we'll, we'll send everybody the link to where they can get the graphic, right? Is um, I have uh, a a visual for you. And visuals are great because then we can kind of locate ourselves in the larger context of everything. So procrastination is um, one slice of the productivity success cake. And the productivity success cake is the system whereby I, I help people one step at a time and one slice at a time and one layer at a time, um, uncover what's really going on so that they can then use the advice that they've heard for years. Okay. And so let me help you position this. Um, and then we'll get into any specific questions that you, that you may have regarding procrastination. Cause, cause that's an awesome fun topic, at least for me. Um, so if you pictured a cake and you pictured four layers, okay. Um, productivity layer, and that's where the product, excuse me, that's where the procrastination lives. That's on layer three. The, but before we get to layer three, we want to make sure that our foundation, the layers underneath it are strong enough 
to allow us as business owners to take in this advice. Because if you just wanted to stop procrastinating, you could buy a book, you could watch a video, you could read articles, but do you really do anything about it? And what I've discovered is there's two layers that you really have to have um, at least a little bit, at least five out of 10, if you rated yourself intact. The first layer, the bottom layer is something and you're going to go, yeah, 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 health. The health layer is everything. Too often when I I talk to folks that just like you say, gosh, I got to stop procrastinating. I keep saying I'm going to do this, but I keep not doing it. Then I find that they're not eating properly, that they're not they're hardly sleeping at night. Maybe they don't meditate. Maybe they don't take that quiet time. Those are some of the slices in the health. The next layer up is all about our environment. It's our environment layer. That's your physical space. That's having that circle of support. That's what are you doing to light your own light? And what are your goals that really matter? Okay. Then and only then, and after you've really taken a, at least a cursory look at those, then you dive into that productivity layer. So I'm going to take a breath right now and ask for some feedback on that much. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. So um, most people go directly to the procrastinating, but if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is, wait, first you need to deal with these other layers and get them in the right place Mm -hmm. because then it's easier to deal with the procrastination side, right? Yeah, it's not just easier, it's actually a critical path item. Uh-huh. It, it, it's it's you know, because again, if if it were just simply a matter of um, you know, adopting a tip, you yeah. would have adopted it already. Yeah. You you would have adopted it already. Yeah. So so the the way when I work with somebody, that's the first thing we do and there and that is you know, I know at the end you'll you'll give like links to my website. There's there's a quiz on my website where you can like take your own little quiz to see kind of where you are on this. It, there's no fee for that. So so that's a nice way to to do it. But let me so let me ask you after let let's pretend that you have done that. You've taken the quiz. You've kind of a you know you've you've done the free download regarding the cake and you've you've worked you've worked your way through some of these um, other slices mm-hmm. and now you're like okay. I'm ready to address the procrastination. Let me ask you this, um, since you're asking for a friend, what does your friend say that he or she um, would like to do and what is getting in his or her way? Well, she would say that there are um, projects that she would like to finish Mm. and what gets in her way is either um, other things coming up that that are more critical. Mm. Uh, that's pretty much it. But then they just keep, get pushed down the the list. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's that's beautiful. That's I mean, it's not specific, but it's enough for me to go on. So when I hear, and so what I'm think I'm hearing is, so correct me if I'm wrong. Again, I'm going to bring you into a visual that we don't have here in the podcast. <laughs> you, you probably, um, you know, there's the Steve Covey four quadrants. You know what I'm talking about when I say that? Yes. Okay. So, uh, so, so the top for so people who don't know about this. So in the top of the four quadrants, you just create um, like a cross and then put it in a box. And now you have four quadrants, right? So in the top, 
it's all about what's important. And in the bottom, it's not important. And on the left, it's urgent. On the right, it's not urgent. So I think what you're talking about is quadrant two, which it it would be the top right. So it's important, uh-huh. but it's not urgent. Would right. that be this project that you want to finish or projects? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so number one is just recognizing and realizing that that's where that's living. So if anybody out here is listening and has the same type of thing, I ask you, where would you put the thing that you're procrastinating about? Would it be urgent and important? Probably not because you'd be doing it. That's the firefighting. That's quadrant one, top left. Quadrant two, it most likely is there. Um, Quadrants three and four, uh, you should probably stay away from three and four because they're not important. And if you own a business, um, which you probably do, if you're listening to this podcast, Accelerate Your Business Growth, you should be delegating anything that um, needs to get done, like, right, that can be done with anybody else uh, that's un- that's below the line or just or just leaving. Now, when people start working with me, they probably spend a good solid 80% of their time in quadrant one. Um, And so what I try to do is say, let's shift as much as possible of your time that you're spending in quadrant two. So let's just say you got nothing below the line, just for sake of argument, and you're 20% in quadrant two and 10%, excuse me, not doing my math correctly. You're you're doing 80% in quadrant one and 20% in quadrant two. We'd, We'd look to flip that. Okay. And so how does that get done? Well, that gets done step by step. It means that um, you want to do a time diary, like an inventory, like what are you doing now? Um, right. Yeah. And so it, it, I hate to, to, to tell you how unsexy this actually is, <laughs> But it's pretty unsexy. <laughs> you know, you kind of just have to take a hard look at like, all right, what are you doing now? You know? Well, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I have a feeling that um, a lot of people don't take the time to look at how am I spending my time and am I really always spending it on urgent and important or... Am I spending it in other places and and Mm -hmm. how could I be reallocating? Yeah. And, and so, so the thing is the difference between reading a book about this and walking through this with somebody doesn't have to be me can be anybody and anybody that wants to be nice and open and honest. And like, I'll, I'll call it like have that fierce love, right? Mm Because I have some fierce love is, um, is is to be open and honest and, and actually do the thing. So the first step, yeah, is a time diary. It's like, okay, when do I start work? And, um, you know, that right there, that can be a problem because lots of times I work with entrepreneurs and say, oh, I have a really flexible schedule. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. That's why I own a business. <laughs> okay, great, fine. Beautiful. Uh, if you had hours, what would they, so right there, that could be, that could be a yeah. trip. Bar. So that's why I love coaching is that sure there's a framework and there are questions and underneath each question can be this whole like you know the iceberg you only see the tip but really the reality is that you have to deal with everything below the surface (laughs) you know it could be like some mindset things around you know like 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 your time like how you're spent i had this one lady 
who um, was working a lot. And um, she was kind of procrastinating around some of her bigger items like that she really wanted to get to. She said she didn't have time to do them. And when I said, okay, well, what would you like your work hours to be? And then she kind of stopped right there. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, I said, okay, well, if you had ideally, what would they be? And I, she still couldn't answer. I said, okay, what if you, I looked at her and I said to myself, she's, she wants to, she wants to end this, this little gig probably in the next five years based on what I could could tell. And I knew her a little bit. And I said, what if you worked like 10 to three, how would that make you feel? And she's like, Oh, I could never do that. And I said, okay, well, what would, what would you like? And, and she couldn't quite get to it. But as we worked together, what we, what I found was, is that she would, she would work like four to six hours a day, but then she'd eat dinner and work more. And then she, it would spill over to the weekends. And then she'd get in like fights with her husband because her husband wanted to do other things and she wasn't making enough money. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, so she tried to hide that because that was embarrassing and she had some shame around that. So she'd work even harder, but it was all on things that weren't really getting her to where she wanted to be that quadrant two stuff. And the other thing is she had some mindset stuff like, you know, I'm not worth it. Therefore I'm not going to charge what I want. I've got to be available for other people. Um, you know, and we, we changed her hours and we got her really selective on what projects she would take on and what kind of clients she would take on. And after 40 years of marriage, she actually last year made more than her husband. Wow. And she didn't work nights and she didn't work weekends. And she just this year, she st- she's still working with me part-time. And she said this year, I just took two solid weeks off and I didn't do any work and I'm still making more money than I ever had. And I'm like, well, all right then. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the answer about procrastination, it's a bigger, it's a bigger, um, yeah. it's a bigger question. Right. Um, but that's where I would begin is where, do, where are you spending your time now? Is that in alignment with what you really want? Um, how does it serve you? How does it not serve you? So it's, it's, it's kind of an unpeeling. All right. So let, let's stay on um, time management. Okay. For a minute. Sure. What are some, uh, for lack of a better word, like critical time management secrets that you would, yeah, tell, you know, the listeners. Yeah. So the critical time management secret, the big thing is, um, I would say, don't um, believe that you need to figure it all out at once. Lots of times people will come to me. In fact, I just had this uh, today's as we're recording this. It's a a Wednesday. And on Monday, I I had one of my, I I have usually a free webinar like once a month. And I had one lady raise her hand. It's an open Q&A, the second half of it. She said, you know, I really want some better time management. I was thinking about getting myself a a calendar system and putting everything on it. And I I like everything and I can't, I can't decide. I really need to, really need to prioritize it all. And I hear this a lot. And while on the surface, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it's a that's a little bit like getting things done, David Allen. It's great. Put everything in your inbox. Um, have that piled high. Take a whole weekend to figure it all out and 
get it all perfect, perfect. But what I find in my community is when somebody needs to do that, they don't do anything. Yeah. And so what I say is that that's a mistake. And what I would recommend that you do instead, that's the secret part, is just start where you are and start so simply. So just get one habit at a time. And the first habit I would recommend is that you bookend your day. And here's what I mean by that. Bookending your day means the beginning of your day before you start looking at your email. Decide okay, hang on, what are my priorities for the day? Now I have some proprietary forms for this. When when you're in my program, you can use them. Otherwise you could just get yourself out a sheet of notebook paper and do your own, do a DIY, right? And you could decide, okay, what are my top main three things I want to get done? So help me. And if that ends up being too much, just go to one thing. Now this, you get resistance a lot in this. You get resistance on just the one thing. Because people are like, well, I got 10 things or 20 things. I can't. Okay, just do the one thing. Because that forward momentum helps you get to the next thing. It's counterintuitive. Okay. So I just kind of gave you tip three. Just have one thing. So going back to tip two, bookending. So the beginning of the day, just look at your day and say, what are my top three things that I want to get done? And when will I do them? Like block in your time. Again, I have some forms. And then at the end of the day, this is where people will fall shy lots of times because they don't want to, first of all, they may not end their day ever until the, until the moment their eyes close. <laughs> so that's a, that's a problem in and of itself. But at the end of your day or your workday or whatever, there's three questions I have for you to answer. Uh, what went well? What didn't go as well? And what will you do differently? And sort of a bonus tip, a bonus secret, if you will, is this is not all about guilt and shame. This is not all about how to, you know, push it ahead and like all that. No, no, just look at it. Like I meant to, I don't know, get 10 new people on my, I don't know what it would be like, uh, get 10 new people on my list through social media. I'm not sure what I'm going to say, but if you didn't do it, because, um, I don't know, you got an emergency client call and that was more important. Well, then then you just simply write it down. You write down like, I got an emergency client call. And then, the, and then it, that's it. What will I do differently? Nothing. Or it might be, I'm going to take another look at this because you know what? I don't like emergency client calls. Maybe this is a bad client. See what I'm saying? So it's a debrief each and every time. So that is the biggest secret is to, is besides, um, you know, doing the inventory, which I've already talked about is, is really daily. That's how I start people. When they take my productivity success cake program, which is actually called discover your greatness. um, That is one of the things we get started right away. You start doing your beginning of the day and your end of the day and you rinse and repeat. And that walking yourself through it allows for all these aha moments and the eventual transformation of how you approach your time. Well, and and what you were talking about, this debrief, it's an unemotional debrief, right? It's more, it sounds like it's more fact-based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. It's, 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 
it's not judging. It's not emotional. However, it can be, um, it can be deep. So for example, doing this debrief with yourself, you may, um, if you really take your time with it, you may find that, hang on, I've got, I've got an aversion to doing my bookkeeping and I just don't want to, I just don't want to do it, (laughs) you know, and, and you just, you can say like that can be emotional, like because there might be some guilt in there around like, oh God, I should do it. I'm not quite making the money I want to make or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Like, but, but you know, or some mindset stuff. You may uncover some mindset stuff. Um, or you may uncover that with me if I'm your coach in the program, right? Is that that's maybe holding you back as well. Right. Right. I get it. Okay. Interesting. And and what about prioritizing? Is it that you is that we should be looking doing the quadrants and then prioritizing what's urgent and important? Or mm-hmm. yeah, you know, what do you say? Yeah. So um, so there's a lot to that. So w- let's go back to the 80-20. So what I recommend is that um you work towards trying to do, and this is this is going to take a little while to get there. I get it. You want to have the bulk of your time in that quadrant too. Like, you know, what you and I are doing right now, I'm on a podcast. Like if I don't do this today, no one's going to take away my birthday, right? But it's, it's still important because I want my message to get out there. I don't want people to be able to up-level their businesses, right? So this mm-hmm. is a quadrant two thing. But the 80-20, when you have your list and you're prioritizing, what I recommend is that the first thing you do when you're overwhelmed with how much there is to do, go back to the lady I was talking about on on Monday, ask the question, how do I prioritize? What I recommend is step one, do a brain dump. And when I say a brain dump, that means write down. And I recommend you physically write it down. There's something about physically writing it down that it just in your brain, it works a little better. So I recommend you physically write it down. How, however long that takes you, just get it all out. Everything from buy cat food to make the doctor's appointment to uh, research podcasts to respond to, you know, XYZ customers, you know, lead gen, like whatever's going on with you, write it all down. And then you're not going to like this. Take away 80% of your list. <laughs> When you take away 80% of your list, then what you're left with is your top uh, 20% priorities. And does that mean you'll never get to that that 80%? Um, Well, maybe, maybe not. But here's the thing. You're not doing it anyway if you're overloaded, which most of my people are. And when you can just simply look at that 20%, right, and say, okay, these are my most important things that if you do that, like every day or even twice a day, if you need to, however much you need to, if you're in that overwhelm and overload, you will start ticking away at this stuff. You will start getting through this stuff. You will stop being distracted and squirreling all over the place, which is wasting your time because you just have the 20% in front of you and you do one thing at a time and take breaks. Now I have a bonus for you on prioritizing. Sometimes people don't know how to prioritize. So what I recommend is ask if you got, 
if you've got your list there, ask, um, is it, is it impactful? Like, is it impactful to my life, my business, like that kind of level? If it is great, keep it on the list. Um, another thing is, hmm. is it like a short duration or a long duration? If it's a short duration, it should go towards the top of the list. Um, cost. Now cost is going to vary. Like you can measure cost in a lot of different ways. Like how much does it cost? If it doesn't cost too much, uh, then you, you then you want to put it to the top of the list. So those are the things to think about. Now, the so that's great. So you're you're saying, Carol, do the easy, impactful, low cost things. Well, what about the things that are hard and they're going to take a long time and they cost a lot, but yet they're still important. What do you do with those? Right. Any any ideas? You have you delegate them to someone else. You could do that. I would recommend that you do that in part. Okay. And that the other part you do is to break it down. Yeah. Break it down so that it is a smaller bite-sized piece that you can then schedule in, you know, and you do it bit by bit and get the ball rolling. It's so funny because... um, So I'm really glad that you brought in like the personal stuff, like buying cat food and making the dentist appointment stuff, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people leave that stuff out. Right. Right. When they shouldn't. Um, but also I love the breaking it down into little smaller pieces because it's so much easier than to at least get some of it done, which goes to what you said before about them. When you accomplish something, it's motivating. Yeah. Yeah. Success breeds success. It's amazing. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. and failure breeds the the words of "See, I told you so." You yeah. can't do all this. <laughs> and last time I checked, the invisible hammer was not helpful. No, <laughs> never is. And yet we use it so often. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh, Carol, this is great. I appreciate it. I think this is really valuable information for the listeners and and gives them. Um, some action steps they can take, but also I'll make sure that the, you know, the links are in the show notes and will you tell the listeners how they can find you please? Sure. So if you go to unscatterme.com, that's my website. And if you want to learn more about this cake, um, I just created an updated um, version of the PDF and um, I'm just going to say it's a bit.ly link. So bit.ly forward slash success cake. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash success cake. And you'll get the free opt-in there. And it'll take you step by step um, how to harness the, the power of the system. So those are the two best ways to reach me. Excellent. Thank you. I, as I said, I will d- make sure that that is in the show notes. Okay. And thank you so much. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again, 
on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth. Goodbye and good day. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that asks you what you want to be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with a purpose and a passion, whether you're 25, 85, or any age in between. Gain actionable financial and mindset tips from your favorite authors, podcasters, and influencers to help you reach that exciting next chapter. Listen now and start building your path to financial freedom and reframing what retirement can mean to you. This is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate.